Welcome back. New episode of the Second String Podcast. First one since the revamp's been announced. We're getting that distribution going. I talked about it last episode. We're getting it going. We are grabbing life by the nuts, folks. By the nuts. And we're going to twist. Like I said, I don't want to make life puke. I do want to let it know that I'm there, though. That I'm not messing around. That I'm coming for asses. Metaphorically, of course. But I am coming for asses. (laughs) Metaphorically. All right. Today, little special episode. We have a recurring guest. I can't remember. I don't think he's the first ever recurring guest, but one of the few. Sam Kazulis joins again. Packers fan, noted Packers fan, NBA fan. So it's more of a sports episode today. Um, no jokes this week, sadly. Whatever is what it is. NFC North. We talk about the North since the draft. The Packers, Aaron Rodgers controversy. He wants out. I hope he wants out. God forbid he comes back and fucking plays in Green Bay again. And then we talk NBA, NBA playoffs, MVP, all that good stuff. So big sports podcast. If you like NFC football, if you like the NFL, if you like the NBA, this one's for you. If not, eh, maybe not. But that's all I got this week. Quick word from Anchor. We'll get into it with Sammy K, and then I'll talk to you guys next week. Enjoy. All right, Sammy K, the lefty, once again joining. I think I don't think you're the first recurring guest, but you're one of like two or three. So, oh wow, that that means something. Yeah, or at least it will mean something. Hopefully, yeah. I gotta say too, I didn't give you the credit you deserved on my last intro. You caught me flat-footed, man. (laughs) Fucking round one. Well, I I like doing the the -the over-the-top intros because it's kind of funny, you know how it goes. And I gotta, I gotta ingratiate you to coming on so it's like yeah. oh yeah when i go me. on you i'm gonna get me, the tires pumped all right last time you were here we talked about the green bay packers we talked about nfc north in general things have changed that was like three weeks ago four weeks i don't know it was a while ago longer than that probably yeah. that was yeah i don't know it's been a minute and we've had nfl draft everyone's loading up aaron Rodgers. Or Adam Schefter. We don't know what's going on. Adam Schefter's <laughs> out here firing off tweets. Aaron Rodgers is taking Alex Trebek's spot. A lot to cover. And then the Bears got fields. That's another thing I want to talk to you about, like from the Packers angle. Yeah. So let's just dive into the NFC North. First, the Rodgers thing. I feel like being a Packers fan like you are, that's like we just got to go head on with that. How do All you right. just – You, I'll give you the floor. What's your – stance on it i know you said adam Schefter's kind of full of full of shit but let's hear it yeah so i think it's clear to assume that he's not as happy as he wants to be but i think other than that it's all speculation all of it yeah i mean i think he has said some coded things that make it seem like he's not sure if he's gonna finish his career in green bay but as for all this other stuff like he's hits the gm or he's out or like all that stuff just like where are they getting that info you know like like you alluded to Schefter didn't even have sources like like i said i don't think he's happy but i think the way they're running with it is is something else so that Schefter, you sent me some article where it like dove into Schefter's workings behind the scenes so this guy is just like firing off tweets just out of his ass so he dropped this story on draft day he said quote it just so happened to be draft yeah. day and and he said it was essentially just accumulation of rumblings from the offseason. And the only thing he could quote was, 
the interview after the NFC championship game and they lost to the Bucs when Rodgers did sound upset, you know? Yeah. But that's the only thing he could point back to. And then like in the article, I'm pretty sure he said he had sources. And then when he went on DP, he was like, yeah, I don't, I, there is no sources. That's right. How is that? I don't know anything about journalism, but how is that allowed? <laughs> that's a great question, dude. I actually have a theory that I hope is, is podcast ready? Because I haven't said it out loud yet. Yeah, let's I do think it. I think ESPN made him go on DP that day or made him go on a show that day. Because if just, you watch that video, he like looked nervous. He looked like he knew something was going to happen. And like, if you didn't have sources and you knew that was coming, why the hell would you go on Dan Patrick that morning? You know so you mean? think ESPN told Schefter like, hey, man, we know you don't have sources. Now go admit it. Or they wanted him to put the story out in the first place. I well, maybe both. I don't really. I'm just saying I think. I think that story was getting so big. That was probably the biggest sports story in, you know, the timeline. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. And I think they might have started to see that there was really no, like, substance to it. Not that it's all false. It could be true. But I'm saying right. there was no true substance to it. Maybe they were just like, again, this is just my take. For credibility source, maybe they were like, you need to go out and, like, clear the air. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it does fall on them at the end of the day if it's all just, like, bullshit. Yeah, the credibility, I, like, I don't even understand how – like there's no like lawyers you're you get disbarred like can he get disjournalized no like, dude you're just making stuff up and putting it out there yeah because like i love Schefter and Woj, but it's like you know they've made a living off anonymous sources forever right. which what the hell is that you know yeah. you, can, you can say whatever you want so i think i don't know maybe he had too much fun with his long leash or maybe he was right i don't know i just think to me it seems a little speculative all of it but he does seem unhappy if i had to bet i'd say he probably won't finish his career in Green Bay. If I had think, to bet. You think but, he starts the season in Green Bay? Yeah. You do. Unless he like holds out or retires, which I just don't see happening. But I would be shocked if the Packers traded him. Shocked. So one one more thing before we move off Schefter. So he did it on draft day, which is hilarious that he's like, oh, it's draft day? That's so yeah. weird. <laughs> yeah, he like played dumb like that too. Yeah. Hilarious that that was his angle. But you think, so when he dropped it, because he knows at the time, he's like, dude, this is, I'm just fucking getting clicks here. You think he's doing that for Adam Schefter? So, like, Adam Schefter gains 20,000 Twitter followers? Or you think, I don't know, you think maybe ESPN was like, hey, Adam, like, you know, this news cycle's been a little slow. Why don't you just, <laughs> that, that a fake article you've been working on for the last year, why don't you just release that today? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, maybe. I'd like to think hopefully ESPN didn't do that. And I don't know if Schefter was totally like, oh, I'm going to lie through my teeth for clicks, right? Like maybe he thought he thinks he's right. Maybe he is right. But I totally think he did it for, you know, he knew that was going to be the biggest story he's ever written. Like, Absolutely. Yeah. I think. But see, sure. that's what's weird about it is like, you're Adam Schefter, bro. Like you don't, you don't need some crazy story. Like you're famous. You're the number one guy. Yeah. Where's the pressure? Like you don't like Woj has shams, you know, you yeah. don't, where's yours? You don't exactly. need no pressure. Dude. Exactly. Like you don't need to just create shit out of nowhere and like i don't like this theory could go so deep like a conspiracy like what if i don't know what if what's his uh rogers's wife's name the actress i don't even know shailene even woodley know. what if shailene woodley's like hey i want to live in california <laughs> he hosts jeopardy like hey adam <laughs> he, we were talking one night and he said he might want to leave green bay like this He's this he said he told Devante that, that he wanted out of town. He told him that. And, and Deva uh, didn't Devante like confirm that? Um, so pretty much everybody that's been closest to Aaron that's come out, like including Devante Adams has said like, yeah, things don't seem good, but it's fixable. 
is pretty much what that's another reason why everyone who's closest to him is saying like yeah it's not great but like it's also not like it's not like he's never going to put on the jersey again yeah. and refuses to play you know it's not under I mean? the so, world quite yet um or maybe back to your theory maybe like Schefter things aren't going well at home for him so he's like you know what I need to <laughs> take the I need mind to get off. on the top of the mountain so take the mind off get the rush of just the <laughs> twitter going crazy that is so weird when you sent me that and it was like oh this guy just has literally no reason to say this I was I don't understand that like that seems like a cardinal sin of being a real legit journalist it's a, that's a fair point dude that's a fair point also the other thing that is a little murky about it is Rogers hasn't said anything where he's like, that's BS, right? He's just kind of been quiet. That's why I think there's truth to it. Cause I yeah. mean, if he was the happiest man in the world, he'd come out and say, you know, you guys are crazy. That's not true. So um, yeah, he hasn't come out and said anything. That's why I think there's some truth to it, but he also has never really said that he was that unhappy either. Like, I don't even know where these horses are getting it. Yeah. He said those things at press conferences that make him made him seem like, Maybe the team isn't committed to him in the future like you want him to, but yeah, he hasn't, right? It's like he hasn't said anything on either side. So well, he got pissed when they took Jordan Love last year. But so even that, was that like did Rogers say, Oh, I'm upset that they took a QB instead of whatever a wideout or something? Or again, was it like journalists saying there's rumblings in the building, he's pissed that they took Jordan Love? Because that was a big deal a year ago, too. Huge. And not to mention going either, even further back for years, they've been trying to frame how much him and LaFleur hate each other. Yeah. And that's totally out of thin air. And that's not true at all. Like, like well, that was the thing of why McCarthy left too. It's like Rogers can't stand this guy. So we got to get rid of him. Right. Yeah. And so that's what I'm saying. That's what blows my mind about this story too, is even listening to sports talk today, they're still just running with it. It's been like two weeks. It's like, they just love to talk about Aaron Rodgers. But anyway, your question was, Oh, the love thing. He came out and said that it was like rough. He said he called it like a two finger tequila night or something like <laughs> and he said, what does that even mean that he poured like a lot of tequila, like two. fingers? Oh, oh, oh. OK. Yeah. All right. I've never heard that. I was like fingers, tequila. I and uh, maybe it was three fingers. I don't know. But he um, so he sounded like he made it pretty clear that he wasn't stoked about the pick, especially because he wasn't told about it. But he also like from everything I've heard has handled it well, like he called Jordan Love right away. He was the first one to call him and like. He's been like a good, like a good mentor in practice and stuff. Unlike Brett Favre was to him, you know. So like, True. it seems like everything has been pretty good outside of, you know. He did say, he all he's been saying is like, it sounds like I'm not going to finish my career in Green Bay if they drafted this quarterback. You know what I mean? Which is a mm -hmm. fair thing to say. But he's not saying like I'm so mad I want to be out of here or anything like that. And then now this whole GM thing, where that's just kind of what Schefter's drummed up or whatever media in general, where it's like he he needs the gm gone if you want him to be a packer like that's just thin air too i think so so i don't know if Schefter came up with that or who that was but yeah that's something that was going around i don't want to falsely quote Schefter on that but yeah i heard it was like me or him between yeah. rogers and the gm and like i don't think that's the case and like i think another reason why they're not talking in the packers or him aren't coming out about it is because they're talking every day to each other and like right. He's been in scene in Green Bay. I'm like, why would you come out and talk to the media if you're going to talk to Aaron Rodgers tomorrow? You know what I mean? It's yeah. stuff could change. So, like, like I said, I don't think things are good, but I also – and, too, the Packers are in a pretty good spot if you consider he's under contract for three more seasons. Right. Three well, more I seasons. mean, sports now, like, he can just go to the Packers' head and be like, um, just uh, you have to trade me kind of thing. Like, if he wanted to. 
Well, right, but hold on. So if he, first of all, it'd be, it would suck if it got to that point, if he was yeah. that upset. I don't think he's that I upset. I would love it as a but, um, fan. Yeah. <laughs> but so what I'm saying is all his guaranteed money for the most part is paid. So if he wants to play for the Packers, they would, you know, they would love him. They signed him through 23 for a reason. Like they'd mm-hmm. be happy to have him. But if he kicks up a fuss, like he, I think if he retires, he'd have to pay them like $25 million of his guaranteed mm-hmm. money. That might even be the same if he just refuses to play. Right. But if you're the Packers too, like, unless you get a godfather offer, why would you trade him? I mean, why would you pass who I think is the best ever to somebody else to win with them when you have him under contract and you don't even have to pay him then? And you had a quarterback you drafted two years ago. Well, like, but, you're in a pretty good spot. Yeah, they're in a good, they're, they're they don't have to do anything. All yeah, they're doing they're is turning a, down potential draft picks. Definitely. They're in a good spot as far as like, they're not going to get totally shafted, but yeah, they could. I mean, from them too, it's either, all right, we just let this guy burn up the contract and then he does whatever or we get two first round picks for him more than that probably yeah what, not, or whatever it is but not to mention too he'd be fucking 40 by the time his contract's up so the yeah. Packers could say if you want to hold out and retire and burn the twilight of your prime like that's on you man you know like I hope yeah. it doesn't get to that point but like the Packers hands it isn't forced in any way I don't think like they're I think their team is the best it's been since like 2014 and like they're in a pretty good spot like that's the like, other thing like when he whether or not it's true, but like for the sake of conversation, if Rogers actually wants out, I don't get like, bro, where are you going to go? Like green Bay, where are you going to go? You're right. He won't have a better situation except maybe Denver. They would need, they would need a lot of line help. Yeah. Even Denver. It's like, they were, I know you're Aaron Rodgers, and you're a thousand times better than drew lock, but like Denver sucks. Yeah, but you could argue their skill players are better and you could argue their defense is better. And, but, and Denver's in that division with the Chiefs. Like, true. And not to mention the Chargers are kind of sneaky, well positioned too, man. Maybe not this year. I wouldn't want to play the Chargers twice a year. Yeah, they look good. Plus, if he looks at the North, obviously Green Bay's been good like my entire life. Like, I don't, I literally can't remember them not being good. (laughs) Yeah. 2017. Yeah. And the NFC North, I think everybody's worse. And we were all bad to begin with. Like, yeah, yeah, no, you're right. But I think, I think the only way Aaron Rodgers gets dealt is if they have a really good relationship in the front office, and he's just like, listen, like, do me a favor, kind of like the Lions did with Stafford, right? And it's just like a nice thing, and you know, and then they dish him out, which would be hard to do. But I think if it's like ugly, which I don't think it is, but if it gets ugly and he's like threatened to hold out, I think the Packers are gonna say like, have fun, all right. yeah, like we don't have to bench. pay you, we don't have to pay you, burn the rest of your prime, like. That sucks. I will say, Lions fan aside, just like sports fan, I do hope one day, especially with all the NBA guys who are just like, all right, trade me. And even now, I don't know how familiar you are with the NHL, but there's this kid who plays for the Sabres who's disgusting, Jack Eichel, who's same thing. He's like, get rid of me. Yeah, yeah. He's and he's like, get rid of me. I do want one day or I'm waiting for the day where the team's like, all right, bro, like we're just not gonna trade you. Yeah, (laughs) you can just sit here. (laughs) I wanted yeah. Houston to do that with Harden. I wanted them to be like, all right, fine. Like, yeah. Just it, would have to be a, it would have to be a shitty franchise, though, to just eat the picks you could get for it. So See, like, but that's what I'm saying. They all, Then they're the, like, they look at it and they're like, oh, well, I could just get something rather yeah. than, like, spite. It's like a pride thing. <laughs> it would have to be like the Bengals, dude. You know who would have done that would be fucking Bill O'Brien. He would have done that. Oh, yeah. He oh, would have. Yeah, There's. Sure. A, I feel like Belichick's a guy that would be like, screw you. Like, Maybe. You just, you could yeah. just stay here. I want one day. I mean, Man, he would cut you and send you to Cleveland. Is what yeah, he would, he would. I mean, Cleveland's not the worst place yeah. to play football as far as like being good. No, no they're not. Yeah. 
um, let's talk about the North in general for a minute. Hell yeah. I, so the Lions coming into it, like if you would ask me three months ago what the Lions record's going to be, I'd say we'd win like two games. Now the division, and if Aaron Rodgers doesn't play, praise, praise be. <laughs> I hope he doesn't. If he doesn't play, looking at the division, I'm like, Jordan Love never played a game, although he was sweet at Utah State. I remember they played MSU, and I was like, this guy's disgusting. I remember that they beat us, dude. We played them like back-to-back, didn't we? Yeah. And then uh, Kirk, Kurt, we're both Kirk guys, but like he's not, you know, I'm See, not. I'm, I'm a Sparty. I'm not a Kirk guy. I don't love him. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not quaking in my boots over Kirk yeah. Cousins. And then the Bears, I know they just got fields, but Andy Dalton, it's like, oh, we might start with Dalton. You look around and it's like, these teams are awful, assuming Rodgers <laughs> leaves. Yeah. yeah. So now, so now looking at it, I'm like, are the Lions, like is Jared Goff with no Aaron Rodgers, is Jared Goff, tied for the best QB like him and Kirk like who would you rather have I feel like they're the same guy I'd rather have Kirk I I just think very low of Jared Goff very low why why is that I think McVay is in that camp or I even this is why I'm optimistic about the Packers too that offense that like McVay Shanahan and now LaFleur a little bit run is the easiest to play quarterback in for sure and it's still obviously quarterbacks tough but I just think Goff looked like you saw any time, let's go like the Super Bowl in 18 when the Rams lost to the Patriots. Yeah. When they can't run the ball, they couldn't do anything. Like yeah. when it came to golf, like I think the offense made them look good when they're running the ball and play action and you have like decent receivers and stuff like that. But man, when it comes down to like purely just throwing the ball and making things happen, I think he, I mean, I might be proven wrong this year. I don't, I like the Lions. I hope they do well. I might be proven wrong, but I think golf might be one of the worst starting quarterbacks in the NFL. Mm. That's, how, that's how oh. I feel about golf. <laughs> that hurt. I mean, <laughs> but I don't so know. I, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I agree with you where like Jared Goff isn't going to just like run around and make plays where like the Rams those years, they just ran it, play action. Your dude's wide open. Like anybody with an arm can do it. But on the flip side, like that's what I'm saying. The NFC North, Kirk Cousins is the, that same guy now. Like Kirk Cousins think, isn't yeah. pulling touchdowns out of his ass. You're right. You're right. I mean, I would rather have Kirk if we're talking a short-term basis. But yeah, Kirk's nothing special. Kirk's and then nothing. Andy Dalton is awful. He's the, <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah. He might be he the is. worst quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. yeah. And then Jordan Love, who knows? Next Rodgers. Yeah, I mean, I'm Jordan, I, I no he absolutely, especially like spending a year with Rodgers and then that offense, definitely would be like highest ceiling. But he could just be terrible. Like, yeah, we'll we'll see what I mean, happens. Most are right. Most yeah, quarterbacks exactly. that are drafted are exactly. terrible. But I, another thing I'd say, if Green Bay does just shock the hell out of me and trades him, then I'd almost be like, oh, they must love Jordan Love. You know yeah. what I mean? That would almost be like a little inspiring because I'd be like, and also too, Brett Favre came out and said that like his gut reaction, it was like it felt similar to his situation. And the first thing I thought of was, wow, well, you knew how damn good Aaron Rodgers was. (laughs) Like, is that, that's probably not what he means, but I was like, hell yeah, you know, if that's the case. I mean, they had the love, they had the love, love to take him in the first place. Cause Aaron Rodgers, I'm sure going into that draft was like, we need a wide out or we need a defensive end or whatever. Yeah. Because I think took him anyway. I totally believe they did not go into that draft expecting to take Jordan Love. I yeah. think they had him ranked super high and yeah. they were shocked that he was still on the board and they moved it. They took him, you know yeah. what I mean? Just like, which is smart if it works out, but Agreed. who knows if it will, but um, back to what we were talking about. So I think you're right. I don't know. I don't have no idea what the NFC North is going to do. I think uh, the lions will have a sweet O line. 
That's... And DeAndre Swift is going to be awesome. It's oh, going to yeah? be his, like, I know Lions fans already know how good he is, but I think nationally it'll be his coming out party. This year oh, is yeah. going to be nuts. He had some I don't know who the hell they could throw too. to outside of Hawkinson. That'll be an issue, no um, doubt. And I don't know that defense, man. I fill me in. Bad. <laughs> the Lions no, defense, the defense dude. will be bad. But that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. Now you mentioned it. The O line might be one of the best in the league, like top ten. I we'll see. We'll sure. have three really good lines in the NFC North because the Packers line is always amazing. Always, mm-hmm. my whole life. And then Minnesota's got a sneaky, really good offensive line. Yeah, too. I mean, Delvin ran it up last year. And that's what scares me a little bit. But Minnesota is just like, I hate the Vikings, dude. The Vikings. <laughs> are, they your, are they your most hated? In oh, the division? by far. So really? I like the Lions and I don't even hate the Bears as a Packer fan. I don't, I think the Bears at least are cool and bring something to the table. It's funny. I hate the Packers, but yeah. the Vikings, um, whatever. And the Bears, I also, I'm like, oh, they're kind of cool. I like yeah, the Bears. I think the same, <laughs> yeah, I like the Bears. I just don't like, dude, the Vikings to me are like the Lions in purple. Like they yeah. think, but they think they're hot shit. That's what I don't understand. But the Vikings have been hot shit. They've like, been they've been better than average the past yeah. decade. Yeah. Like I mean, they had that run with the miracle play, like legendary yeah. all time NFL play. Yeah. So they've had came, their moments. Yeah, and it ended with them getting murdered in the NFC Championship, like yeah. the Packers did two years ago. Like, and that's like their best season in forty years. Right. But you got it. As a Lions fan, we're like, I in my <laughs> life, I've never even contemplated the idea of being in a game like well, that. yeah no you're right you're right i'm it's just like, saying they that's talk incredible like, they talk like they're like elite or something and that was like their best season in 40 years anyway that's what bothers me about them we don't need yeah. to keep going about i mean that. that's fair also too i don't know how you could be a fan of any of the teams and not just like bend the knee to green bay like they've never even i legitimately don't remember the last time it was like oh the packers might be bad this year it's just they're going to win 11 games and then we'll see who gets a wild card. Maybe yeah, <laughs> like that's yeah. it. And then the bears. Yeah. So like I said, lions might be pretty rough depending on who knows, maybe golf will prove me wrong and they'll have a cool offense. I, I just doubt so. it. Um, Vikings, I think will be decent. I'm, if I had to guess, I think they will be the second best team, but yeah. I don't know. Their defense was so bad last year. I don't know what happened there. See, I think that's what the Lions are going to turn into now with the O-line and Swift. Like, I think we'll be able to run the ball for the first time again in my life, but the defense is going to be terrible where I think we'll be what the Vikings were last year. Like, could beat good teams, probably lose to some bad teams, but, like, kind of frisky. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. And then the Bears, never know what to expect of the Bears. I was just really happy for them when they traded up and got fields. I'm I thought, so jealous. I thought Fields was sweet. I don't know why he fell in the drafts. I thought he was fucking awesome. And, Dude. like, the Bears haven't had a quarterback since. McMahon or whatever. Yeah, Color, yeah pick a time. Of, yeah. yeah. So, uh, I was just really happy for them. It's like, maybe he won't even work out, but that's cool. You know, yeah. that's a good that's a good shot to take. Like Also, just I've going to state, too. I'm sure you know a bunch of Chicago and Bears fans. Yeah. Where it's like, it's fun that they're jacked up over the Bears. Like, it's kind of exciting. Yeah, yeah also, no, I was happy for them. I'm cool. with you, too. I thought Fields was good, and then he was, like, a lock to go, too. And then, like, two months before the draft, all of a sudden, he's just not good anymore. I didn't understand that. Yeah, I didn't. Dude, that, this was the weirdest draft. I think it was because, one, it's always weird. Mm-hmm. Two, we were focused on it because we had nothing else going on. Mm-hmm. And three, even the scouts didn't have shit to look at because there were yeah. such little games that, like, Dude, the whole Niners saga blew my mind. Yeah. I thought, like, Who they were taking? this whole Mac Jones narrative, I couldn't believe. I knew I knew for sure they weren't going to take Mac Jones. I just thought it was going to be sleepy fields the whole time. I think, yeah, them taking Jones would have been the biggest mistake in the history of San Francisco. 
but that but, was the narrative dude it was yeah, like it was i would say 80 percent of the sports world was like oh it's mac jones bro it's mac I, jones. I i remember hearing things where it's like oh they love mac jones he's a he played tennis growing up. His whole family are tennis players. He's got great feet because of tennis. He's got great feet in the pocket. They love this guy. Yeah. Like, like what? what? What is Smoke that? Smoke screens, dude. Even them, I don't get how they pass on fields. Like Trey Lance didn't play. He played one game and was out yeah. this year. Yeah, I guess I will say benefit of the doubt. Niners are probably one of the organizations I trust. Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't. I don't know. Yeah. I so guess who knows? Fair. Maybe Lance will be sweet. But yeah, fields seem just like... <laughs> I don't know. I don't get why he dropped, man. That's why I wanted the lines to take him because we're in a spot where we're going to have to take a QB of like in one of these coming years, next year or the following, like an early one. Oh, so and you're if, not high on Goff either. I mean, he's not. I don't think anyone <laughs> expects him. Like he's not winning the Super Bowl in Detroit. I think he's just kind of will be more respectable and competitive in the meantime. And it's like someone has to play quarterback kind of. But I don't think. I don't know. Maybe the front office and the coaches are like, yeah, Jared's the guy. But I don't think anyone deep down is like, this guy's leading the lines to, to playoff victories. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I, what else I hope I'm what, wrong. What else was big draft scoop? Um, Penne, baby. Penne falling to the yep. Cats. I was happy with that. I wanted Fields, but he was the guy where it was like, please don't take one of the wideouts. I think Cincinnati, they're idiots for taking Jamar Chase over Penne Sewell. Yeah, I agree. Right. It's like, how do you not protect? I mean, you got to start at the O-line. You Coming gotta, you off a torn ACL. Yeah. But it's also, yeah, who knows? Cause you also say like, you find a lot of amazing alignment elsewhere in the draft. Right. So yeah, because true. of the Bengals, I'm not going to say they're going to figure it out, but like theoretically <laughs> yeah, you could the still Bengals. take chase and then still get like, I bet all the best alignment in the league were not first round picks. I don't right. know any facts to that, but right. I know David Bakhtiari at least was like a fourth right. round pick. I mean, the Lions, at like Jonah Jackson last year, third-round pick, and he's he was really good as a rookie. I don't know. It's just – the thing, too, which is probably, again, just media guys, like, saying shit. Like, I was reading tweets. Penny Sewell, GMs are saying he's the one guy that's a lock to be a Hall of Famer in this draft, or it's like – I mean, they don't really know. But, again, if you're Cincy and you see that, how are you not – how do you not crumble under that? Yeah. I mean, the dude is enormous, right? And – I think, yeah, I mean, nobody knows. That's the whole thing about drafts. Like, you don't know for, like, three or four years yeah, how good impossible. your draft really is, right? But as far as, like, locks for Hall of Fame, though, I mean, it had to be – if you had to pick, it'd be Sewell or Pitts, right? I mean – Yeah, Pitts is unreal. I mean, <laughs> just, like, his – the fact that he's a human is crazy. I know. That guy looks awesome, dude. It's like LeBron playing football. That's one thing where, like, no matter what your team was or where you were in the draft or even how good your tight end was, if your team traded up to get Pitts in the draft, you'd be like – all right. That's yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. It's tough. That's, that's awesome. the other thing about the draft is like in that situation, some team could have made an idiotic move to trade up for him, but it's impossible in that moment to not be like, hell yes, we're winning the yeah. Super Bowl and just get fired up over whatever, whatever you do in the draft. Even if Kansas City trades up with Kelsey and oh just gets God. bets, I'd be like, you know, I think the, yeah. I think the league would have had to veto that. <laughs> like that would that would be that yeah. would be unfair. What did they, they were, do? I don't know. I actually I don't, don't know. Either. I mean, what, they have the last pick probably. They probably took, I don't know, like a second lineman last, or something. Probably. Yeah, I don't know. Or, yeah, second to last. I have no idea, though. I kind of – the last pick I remember following, I remember the Steelers took Najee Harris, and then I don't really know what happened the rest of the way. That's right. That's right, with no line. Again, just like, why? What do you – what is the point of that? I don't yeah. know. 
All right, let's move to some NBA stuff. All right, playoffs around the corner. There's only a handful of games left for all these teams. As you know, as the listeners know, not a huge NBA guy. I like it. I'll start watching once the playoffs come around. But regular season, with the Pistons being a joke, it's tough for me. Um, what about you? Are you like a regular season guy? I mean, the Hornets are pretty fun. Um, yeah, I'm definitely a regular season NBA guy. I um, Not necessarily the Hornets. I'm kind of – I'm just a fan of the league. I like flipping on – I just watch like the good games that are on prime time. I don't like necessarily sit down and watch them start to finish, but like I'm always falling asleep to an NBA game for sure. Right, right. And uh, tuning in and out. And I follow it closely, like check box scores the next day and stuff. Like I'm definitely in tune with the league. Who's your squad? The Bucks, if I had to pick. The bu- but, oh yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, but it's not like it's nowhere near my allegiance to like the Packers of Michigan State or anything like that. Right, but. right, right. Definitely Bucks fan. How uh, how do you feel about the Bucks? The East is kind of the East is kind of interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's looking like they'll have to go through both Brooklyn and Philly, which just isn't going to happen. You know, not going to kid myself. But I will say, like, as disappointing as the Bucks were the last two years, and like even last year, I knew that they were going to shit the bed because they were the same team. Mm -hmm. Um, This year, dude, Drew Holiday. Not nobody talks about Drew Holiday enough. That guy is my favorite player in the NBA. He is so fucking good. When it comes playoff time too, he is going to totally change the Bucks. when it turns into like a rock fight and it gets ugly. He is just going to be, oh, he's going to be awesome. I can't wait. But we're still not going to, we're still not going to get past, get out of the East. I don't think unless there's injuries. I don't know. So I saw Harden, I think came back today or yesterday. So Brooklyn's back. Yeah. Assuming Kyrie doesn't take another sabbatical. Even without Kyrie, they can win the East. Yeah. I mean, they're, Kevin Durant and Harden on a team yeah. is ridiculous. And the role Harden is taken now with facilitating is just unbelievable. Like they don't, they don't even need Kyrie. And then is Embiid healthy for the Sixers right now? I think so. I mean, he's, I, so I'm a little out of the loop with the Sixers. He's playing. So okay. I don't know if he's like hundred percent, but he's playing. Cause I know he's been just unstoppable this year too. Yeah. From what I've, from what I've gathered through the grapevine. So you guys are going to have to play the Knicks as it stands. As it stands, it was looking like we we're going to play the Heat. And after last year, I was like, I don't, know, I don't know about that. And the Heat might even be better, dude. The Heat looked good. I will say, I don't, I haven't followed a ton, but a lot of what I hear, a lot of people are saying, like, I would not want to play the Knicks. Are you kind of a little afraid there or what? No, no, no. I would, as far as those, I love the Knicks. It's probably honestly one of my next favorite teams. No one, you'll never hear anybody else say that. That's not from New York. But, yeah, uh, yeah. I actually really like the Knicks, not even this year, just in general. But I would say as far as those other teams go, like they're good. Don't get me wrong. I'm happy that they're trending in the right direction. But like, I guess I'd rather play Boston because they're a dumpster fire. Boston is a joke. Absolute garbage. But I would do not want to play the Heat. And as much as I don't really like respect the Hawks and Trey Young, like their offense is out of this world. So I wouldn't really want to play them either in case they just like go nuts from three or something. I don't even get how they're the four seed, to be honest with you. They're just scoring like crazy. They switch coaches like halfway through the league or halfway through the year, and it's working out for them. They're just scoring like crazy. But as far as the Knicks go, they're cool, Um, but they're just like an old school team. You know, they have Tibbs. They're like defense and like grinding it out, and it's just like it's cool and all. But, man, like come play when they play like a talented team in the playoffs, I think they're going to get smoked. Like We'll see. Yeah. I'm actually interested to watch. Because, yeah, I, I agree. Like, I don't really care again. If I had to pick a team, I love Golden State just because Steph is easily my favorite, maybe thing in sports to watch when he's just cooking. There we go. But I do like the Knicks how 
like the brand of the Knicks is pretty cool. And it's funny. It. It's funny that it. they're just the absolute worst all the time, but it's like the Mecca of basketball. Yeah. Yeah. You I like just don't, I, I don't see them. Like, like I said, I like the Knicks and this is coming from somebody who's not even confident in the Bucks in the playoffs, but I think if the Bucks played the Knicks, they'd win in like five. Who do you think comes out the East? Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Yeah. Uh, barring injury, Brooklyn. <laughs> Philly's, I mean, Philly's good. Don't get me wrong, but Brooklyn's just, that series would be interesting with obviously Philly's best player being a big and then Brooklyn, they're all kind of perimeter guys. Yeah. That'd be interesting. And then, I mean, Ben Simmons is like the defensive player of the year, right? That's true. They actually match up. I didn't really, that's a good, you could make a case that Philly like is the perfect team to play Brooklyn because of Ben Simmons and Tybal. I don't know if you know who Tybal yeah. is. Oh yeah. I know he's a defensive wizard. Yeah. He's like Ben Simmons light, you know? Yeah. And, um, and then, yeah, Embiid, like, even when the Bucks play the Nets, it's like Giannis can just do whatever the hell he wants. You know what I mean? Yeah. They have nobody for that. So I think the combination of Embiid going for 45 a night and then Tybal and Simmons being able to guard the wings, that would be an awesome series. All right, last thing on the East. Have you watched a lot of Brooklyn? Do they – is like, when they play, is it, like, moving the ball, open shooters, or is it, like, all right, Katie, you score this time, James, you, you score this time, and then Kyrie, or is it, like, a team game? They move the ball pretty well, especially when Harden's out there. Cause I'm telling you, he, he's just playing point guard and it's awesome. To yeah. Watch. Um, they move the ball pretty well cause they have shooters. Um, but when you have guys like in KD's does a good job of playing off the ball and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, when you have guys like Kyrie and KD, there's still a lot of isolation, you know, especially yeah. Kyrie. So, which again, comes playoff time, you need a little bit of that, but they move the ball pretty well. Because that'll be the interesting part if they play Philly is you can put Simmons and Thibel on two of them, but someone, yeah, someone's you getting have the matchup. Kyrie, yeah. you have like Shake someone's Milton. getting the matchup. Yeah, exactly. That'll be yeah. interesting. All right, True. let's talk about the West a bit. So this is where I care more about the West than the East. Okay. I mean, not that you know I'm super obsessed with either. I just love Golden State. I really want them to make it, and I want Steph to just single-handedly carry them as far as they can go and I think it's interesting the Lakers thing like they're kind of slipping without Braun and then the Suns are nuts they add CP3 and they're nuts and then Jokic I'm a Serbian too so I'm just always you're Serbian with Jokic oh yeah I didn't know that oh yeah Jokic for MVP baby Bradlich <laughs> now my mom my, my mom's last name is way more Serbian than Bradley <laughs> got it okay who do you yeah, like he's... in the west um if they're healthy, still the Lakers at the end of the day. Um, I think Phoenix is awesome. And who knows, maybe with CP3, maybe they can get over the hump. Mm -hmm. I just have a hard time believing like an inexperienced team is going to get past the Lakers at the end of the day. But um, Phoenix is fucking sweet. I just still will never believe in the Jazz. Yeah, Kind of similar to the Bucs. I, I mean, agree. honestly, you can't even give me shit for it because I'd say the same about the Bucs. Like, I just don't see it. And then Denver, I want to believe it, but without Jamal Murray, just no way. And yeah, then the I Clippers agree. after last year, I think no way. But that, I mean, I like Kawhi. Don't get me wrong. I could not be more indifferent on Paul George, but I like Kawhi. <laughs> I, I, I think it's interesting you say that because I would put, yeah, like the Nuggets and then the Jazz kind of in that same category with Milwaukee where it's like every year, every regular season, they have a couple of great players and they do so well. And then the playoffs come around and it's like, oh, these guys are just not built like that. Like they, they just can't True. do it. I guess True. Denver won that series against the Clippers last year, which was big, but still. Yeah. So I'd say big going off that analogy, I'd say like Utah this year, Milwaukee last year is like the same, like historic mm -hmm. season, but we know they're not going to do it. 
Mm-hmm. And I would say like Denver this year and Milwaukee this year are the same in which like, I think Milwaukee's actually built for the playoffs more this year and like could do it if Brooklyn wasn't so fucking good. You know yeah, what I mean? I agree with that. And I think Denver could maybe do it if Jamal Murray was healthy and like, it's still tough for them, I guess. But um, I just think the Lakers are going to be really tough to get past. I think I'm pulling Denver's awesome. Don't get me wrong. But I, I agree with you, Steph Curry. So, like, when the Warriors were their dynasty, I couldn't stand them, especially, like, when Steph, when uh, Durant went there. I just couldn't stand them. But, like, I love Steph Curry, dude. dude how can you not? You know? Though the pre-KD years, like, the original Splash yeah. Bros years, like, is why I care at all about the NBA. Interesting. You didn't dude. watch NBA before that? Not really. I mean, it kind of timed up with going to college, too, because my roommates, like, everyone liked the NBA, so it would just be on and I'd watch. But then, like, watching Steph Curry and Clay, it was like, this isn't even the same sport that I'm used to watching. It was it was crazy to watch. And I remember that series when they came back from down 3-1 to OKC. I watched, like, every game of that series. And that, when they completed that comeback, is when I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to just follow this guy for the rest of his career and be obsessed with him. <laughs> you and Durant were thinking the same thing, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we were. We, we're very similar in a lot of ways, Katie and I. <laughs> that fucking snake. Dude. I will say, I, I mean, I didn't, I wasn't like, oh, these guys suck, but it was like, oh, just let them, like, they don't need your help. And I wanted it to be like the Splash Bros, not Splash Bros and Kevin Durant. And now they're unfair and everyone hates them. That was kind yeah. of a bummer. It was, I was, I don't know. I, I never hated an athlete like I did Durant when he went there. <laughs> I was like, how could you do that, man? Like you just wanted to win. Yeah, which I guess is like the media's fault, right? But like yeah, exactly. LeBron wanted to win and he didn't go to like the Spurs. I guess he I was mean, the he, comp at that he time. courted he courted Chris Bosch and went to the Heat. Yeah, but it's still building something to a degree. He didn't go to the defending champions that beat him. I get that's I mean, that's the difference. It's yeah, not like they, they Chris Bosh. It's not they like Chris Bosh happened to sign. Yeah, LeBron didn't go to a champion. Heat. I mean, that's the difference, right? Yeah, but the but that's like if KD, Steph, and Clay were like, let's just go to Sacramento. They just didn't happen. Like no, it's different. I mean, Come it, on. that'd it, be like it was that'd be like Durant sacrilege. going to like it'd be like Durant going to Houston. It was more it sacrilege because they literally just beat them yes. and he joined them <laughs> no that team won a championship without him months yeah. ago yeah and then that's he went why to that it was team. so bad that's the problem yeah but like you said the media where they're like oh my god you can't win he was probably like all right i'll just win then yeah. and also yeah lebron didn't go to a team that beat him but he like in a way i guess boston when they brought kg and and ray allen but lebron in a way kind of started the whole uh let's just be an insane team like hey right. hey you he two did. let's just go be nuts he did. and now that's what the nba is but he didn't go to a team that just won without yeah him, is the fair. whole is the big difference for me. but you're right he did fair. he started that he started fair. That. i guess katie yeah i mean he could have gone to like a houston or i'm sure there are plenty other options that is yes. that is weird that he decided let me go to the already best team that literally just ripped my heart out. Yeah, that one without me. That's why there's no respect there. Absolutely. Yeah, that is interesting. I will say, looking at the West standings, I love how all these teams, at least one through eight, every team has a guy where it's like they could just win a game. Jazz, I guess Donovan is on the lower scale. They're the, the one that doesn't really have one. Yeah, exactly. They're the one seed, yeah. The Suns got Chris Paul and Devin Booker. Clippers yeah. obviously have two guys. Jokic, Lillard, Luca, Braun, and AD, and then Steph. Yeah. 
like don't forget about Ja. Exactly. Like if they make it too, all these yeah. guys, it's like, dude, the Warriors might be the eight seed, but they just Steph Curry can just get 60. Like, yeah, he could just do that. <laughs> without even, yeah, without even. It's crazy. That's, that's a crazy point that, yeah, the Jazz are at the top, best record in the league, and they're like the one team that doesn't even really have that guy. I know. It is wild. Even the Mavs, it's like no one's really talking about, oh, the Mavs might make a run, but Luka could just dominate if if the cards play out right. Yeah, and I'm not super high. I love Luka, but I'm not super high on the Mavs. But I guess if you look at like – I was hearing something. If you look at like the second half of the season for them, like their last 30 to 40 games, it's like really good, really good. The Mavs? Yeah, so that's why people don't really want to play them. But I just think, I mean, if they're playing a good team, they're not going to. Yeah. Again, too, like just having one guy, if they run into the – like they will play the Clippers as it stands. Like it's Luka versus Kawhi and Paul. He's just – probably going to get overmatched at some point where it's like 100%. you just can't can't do it all i also love the mavs because of luca I, Me too. Me I, they're too. another team that i just thought i'm always like uh i've always liked winning. i mean cuban seems yeah. like the man and oh yeah oh Dirk, yeah you know how could you not and so yeah luca's just fucking sweet but yeah i just don't think they're built for it porzingis sucks i think <laughs> is he even they, playing i feel like that he is, always, he's always hurt yeah. yeah all right so you got lakers out of the west brooklyn out of the east money on the line who who are you taking who do you think's winning it oh man ah uh, little excitement give me brooklyn man i mean i've learned to not bet against lebron and they're mm-hmm. just so big and so good but see that's excitement give me some brooklyn dude give me some it's brooklyn it's interesting because the nets are so stacked that it doesn't make sense that anyone should ever be able to beat them but yeah lebron i feel like i've trained it in my mind to this point where it's like LeBron's just a superhuman, like he just won't lose. Yeah, and like with AD, and you could argue they're better than last year. But I guess the case for the Lakers, the Lakers are probably the smarter pick because I think I've heard that there would, if the Brooklyn Nets win the championship, they would be the worst statistical defensive team of all time to win the championship. Brooklyn would? Yeah. Yeah, I know they play zero defense. (laughs) Yeah, so that's a real concern, I guess, but I still just think they'll figure it out because KD like can play defense when it matters, you know? Yeah, well, if they want to. Harden. Yeah, I don't know about I Harden. mean, but that's the thing. Like, if James – if it was like, hey, James, if you play defense on this position, you're going to win a championship. Like, he's huge <laughs> and athletic. Like, he could True. be decent if he wants to. You'd hope so. But also, too, when it really comes down to it, even if they're not playing defense, like, who's going to who's gonna outscore them? Yeah, that's the issue. <laughs> it would have – like, LeBron and AD. It would just be two on three, just back and forth. I'm excited. Sweet, I'm excited, man. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited because I haven't watched a ton this year, so I'm ready to just go all in on the playoffs. That's like me with baseball. I love playoff baseball. Same. But I don't watch regular season baseball, but I love playoff baseball. So I, like, buckle up for it. You know, like, I, it's exciting stuff. Same. All right, Phil, last thing. Wait, go ahead. What were you going to say? I was just going to say fill me in on the MLB, but I don't think we have time for that. So go ahead. Uh, there's nothing. The Tigers think. There's nothing. <laughs> there's nothing to talk about. It's too early. I'm the same way with baseball. Like, I'll follow the Tigers. But when they're the worst team in the league, again, for the fifth year in a row, it's like, all right, maybe I won't follow them. And then I'll come back in in, like, September. You don't watch regular season games? I'll watch the Tigers, but – Again, like the beginning of this year, the first 10 games, I probably watched like seven of them. But then they go like all of a sudden they're eight and 14 or eight and 20 or whatever. And it's like, oh, this is they are awful. So yeah, anytime I? I see them on like Sports Center or something, I'll like 
check out the highlights and then the record pops up and you just you kind of wince you know yeah yikes yeah. i don't know i'll watch sometimes like we have mize and a couple young pitchers so like if they're on and they're pitching i'll throw it on just because to see the young guys but again they suck it's, i don't know it sucks dude i don't i'll throw it on but i just can't like dial in while they're yeah. this bad it's tough and that's just regular season baseball i mean how exactly really when there's it. 140 more games or whatever it's <laughs> it's very difficult to to get it emotionally invested and they're all like over three hours now aren't they yeah dude i watched one because they they have first pitch at like one 105 or 110 some days i watched one it ended at like five and i was no. like what is going on here that's the problem that's the problem yeah it's bad. It's tough too because I love going to baseball games. Me too. Me too. I love watching a game in person, but Me on too. TV, it's tough. But I don't even know. As much as I love going to regular season baseball games, I don't know if I could do four hours. Yeah, I mean, you're probably leaving by the seventh <laughs> yeah. inning. Yeah, but no, I love, game. <laughs> love going to baseball games. All right, last thing. Who, who's uh, who's your MVP of the NBA? Jokic. Yeah. Yeah. You mean besides Bryn Forbes? Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't hate that. Sixth man of the year. Is he a starter? Can't get sixth man. <laughs> um, no, he's definitely not a starter, but he's raining. Oh, yeah. Do you know what team he's on? Isn't he with, with Milwaukee? Or he yeah, was? baby, he's yeah. on the Bucks. Yeah. There you go. You follow yeah. it. You follow I know. It. I like see the highlights and yeah. and Will and them are always watching it. So, like, I'll, I'll catch, you know, a quarter here, half there. <laughs> yeah. He's All good. Right. But I yeah, Joker for sure. Yeah. Passing God. He's a Passing beast. God. Dude. I don't and he's actually able to play some defense. Dude, what I don't time. get with him is obviously it makes sense why he's so good at passing. He's just a genius. But when I like you look at him and then you look at even DeAndre Jordan, who's like not yeah. good. And it's like, yeah. how how do you ever score? How? how does he? Have you seen those pictures of him like as a kid? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I don't get it is it. unbelievable, man. And he's slimmed down and he still just looks ridiculous. He <laughs> he's looks... just it's like, what's this plumber doing wearing a nuggets jersey? <laughs> Can you imagine seeing him in real life though at seven feet tall? You'd be yeah. like, oh my god. Yeah. Uh, I love him though. I really hope he wins it because I feel like he this, will. He's like I, a lock at this point. They've talked about it a lot where it's like, oh, this is a down year, people getting hurt. Which again, like if LeBron's playing healthy or MB doesn't get hurt. I don't know if Joker's going to get another shot like this. I'm really, I'm really hoping. Yeah, I know he's supposed to be a lock. So, yeah, he should. I'd be shocked if he didn't get it. Cause like you said, I mean, the others have gotten hurt and they're not going to give it to Bryn Forbes yet. The world's not ready for that. (laughs) Next year. Bryn will get his next year. (laughs) So it looks like Joker's got it. All right. Sammy K. It's been a pleasure as always. Thanks for having me, Notch. Looking forward to next time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you.